Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons in studio, joined by Randy Angston. Good day, my friend. Hello. I'm going to throw this link out there. I want you to type it into your web browser and the internet. It's themilliondollarmodel.com. That's our new coaching program, guys. We've got a three-phased approach that's going to help you create a million-dollar gym. Now, you may think, hey, that's impossible. Maybe that's just so far out there that you just can't figure out how to get it done. That's okay. I'm hosting a webinar tonight or today, but by the time you hear this episode is going to be long gone. We're going to make sure to put the replay in there. Oh yeah. Because in this webinar, I go through the math, I show you the real numbers, I show you how to get to a million. And then our coaching program piggybacks up right on that. And we can walk you through and hold your hand uh, in the process. The million dollar model.com. That's our new coaching program. We've since sunsetted our accelerator program. Lots of reasons. We'll get into it another time. But uh, this this style of coaching program, I like a lot better. There's milestones you have to hit before you can go into the next phase. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as people go through this coaching program, there's going to be some people that, you know, blitz through phase one, some they got to sit there for six weeks. No problem. You go at your own pace, but yep. you have to hit the milestones in order to move on. And one of the biggest milestones that I'm excited about is at the end of phase two, your reoccurring revenue has exceeded your base operating expenses. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's the foundation for you know, everything for us. I mean, we, we agree that that's the biggest benefit of running a fitness facility. Um, and, and, you know, to, to speak to the million dollar model guys, this isn't all hypotheticals. I mean, this is exactly what we've done for, you know, with him in his gym, it, we're taking the success that we've done here and the coaching that we've done from others. And we're, we've laid out the math. We're showing you the path. It's not, again, this isn't just you know, throw it at the wall and, and hope something sticks. This is tried and true. This is it, we have empirical evidence on, yeah. on the facts that it's happening. So definitely check that out. This is yeah. And to your point, this isn't something that you know we did five years yeah. ago. Sold the gym and we're teaching you how to do do it every day. And I think that should be important to you as a gym owner that you that you're if you're going to work with somebody, uh, a, a consultant, a coach that they, they're doing what you want to do. I mean, exactly. Honestly, they're yep. at a place where you want to be. Um, and that's what I look for too. I'm like, Hey, I want to do what that guy's doing. So let me work with him or mm-hmm. her or her. It doesn't matter. Right. So the million dollar model.com check it out. Just launched, uh, as of right, you know, right now this tonight, yep. so, um, check it out. So this episode guys, it, it, it's almost piggybacks on the, the whole concept of the million dollar model, but in a nutshell, what you know? What are you doing this for uh, as an owner? You decided one day, I'm going to open a gym, right? Maybe you were an athlete. Maybe you were a personal trainer at another big box, and you just took the plunge, right? At some point in this you know, creative 
uh, problem solving, you know, decision making process, you've decided, hey, at some point, I want to get to this, yeah, whatever that goal is. And unfortunately, a lot of times what happens is people get into that and then the, the goal's out the window because they're just fighting the fight, right? We're in the fires, we're, we're, we're fending off the, you know, the enemy and we're putting fires out all day. Yeah. But we lose sight of like, really, what is the, the business for? And, and this goes for any business, not just a gym, but like you, you, you're a CPA and you open up a CPA firm. Like at the end of the day, there should be something called owner benefit. What is the benefit to you as the owner, the one taking the risk, the one took the loans, the one that signed your name on the line? What is the benefit to you to run the operation? Yeah, because absolutely. the business should be fulfilling that goal. Yep. And I want to get to the bottom of it. I want to talk. No, I want to get to. I want to get to where gym owners are focusing on owner benefit. Yeah. Because the gym business. I don't know of one, maybe you do, that a gym has, you know, built for five, seven, ten years and they sold for a big multiple. I don't know of one. I mean, I know I'm that there's some franchises. Sure they, yeah, I was gonna say we had Mike Gelfcott and those yep. boys on. They they sold twenty six or twenty one locations all at once for a big windfall. That I can see. Mm -hmm. And if you're in the franchise game, having multiple units, that's very appealing to an investor. I can see that angle. I'm not so sure I've seen a one or two or even three or five local gym mom and pop non-franchise gym sell for multiples, you know, where they're like, man, yeah, can retire now. Well, I mean, it goes back to, is that the goal? I mean, you know what I mean? You open up a business and you have, you should have an end goal in sight, right? Is it to build a lifestyle for yourself and be able to manage that business with the owner benefits and, and it provide that lifestyle? Or is the end goal, let's build this to a point where it is an attractive offer for somebody to come in and purchase and, and walk away with. I don't think most gym owners have that thought even cross their mind, let alone plan for that. Well, I'm not sure we've seen it because I'm not sure it, it, it exists. And it, my, I guess my bigger point is that we would call that a cash out ver mm -hmm. versus what we're going to be talking about today is cash flow. Cash flow means you've generated income, all the bills are paid, there's cash at the end of the day, at the end of the month. Cash flow. What you do with that cash flow can make or break your future. Absolutely. You can reinvest it and all this stuff, or you can take that money out and put it in other vehicles that then grow at other rates. And you need to be on top of this, right? If your gym is spitting off cash flow, which mm -hmm. I, I hope it is, many aren't, but let's just say it is, what are you doing with that extra five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand a month that you're you're making out of this business? Are you peeling it off to owner benefit via draw or salary or distribution, whatever it is? And are you reallocating those funds into another vehicle that then grows at another rate? Mm -hmm. That That's really what you should be doing because going back to my first point, I'm not sure that there's anybody that, I mean, I would love to hear that somebody's, sure. hey, I made $7 million because I've got these four gyms that do $150,000 profit a month or a year. Like, that, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can, like, like you said, I can't think of one that I know that, you know, the goal was cash out. Yeah. So if we know that to be true, yep. maybe this is a realization or a reality check. Hey, whoa, wait a minute. What's Tim talking about here? What, what I can't sell this for millions of dollars. Honestly, most gyms aren't in a position where the owners remove themselves. Mm -hmm. It's not that, an attractive offer. That yeah. a new buyer would come in and say, Hey, I don't have to I'm an invest I don't have to be here and do anything because the thing runs itself. 
because it's got great systems and a great staff and structures and all that stuff. That's never really doesn't really always happen, right? They, right? Well, we know that's that's a rare occurrence is for a gym owner to actually get to a point where they're not servicing anything on a day to day operations, right? I mean, through our coaching program, through the accelerator program we used to do, you know, the goal was always you know m removing yourself as much as you can from a lot of that operation to become a true business owner and not that self employed operator. And I, I don't know if that's if that is the core reason why we don't have a lot of cash out opportunities is because there is no benefit, no business to sell. You are the business at the end of the day. Or if, um, if, you know, the hurdle of getting there for most is just too, too difficult or too arbitrary, too distant for them to understand how to make that even a reality. You know what I mean? There's a lot of facets as to why gym owners find themselves in those positions. But I think the biggest thing is, to your point of the realization, what is you at your goal as a business owner? Is it to provide the lifestyle for you and your family? Or is are you doing the day-to-day, -day, putting out the fires, thinking that ultimately I'm getting to a point where I'm, I'm just going to sell the business? And if that's the case, this might be one of those real good wake-up calls that maybe that's not an opportunity you actually have. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Well, I'll put this out there. If you're working in the day-to-day -day operations, you, you don't have a business. You, have an, you can't you, sell there's it. Un, exactly. Nobody's going to want to buy unattractive. Nobody's going to want to buy that and buy themselves a job. Unless there, um, unless there was a client or somebody that wanted to step up into it. Or co yeah, a coach within your business or something. But other business owners aren't coming along and looking that. What are they looking at? Cash flow. What are they looking at? Their, you know, the commitment and the return on their time for money. All of those things are crossing their mind. And if it's not attractive to them, like you said, you don't have that opportunity at all. Yeah, you're never gonna be able to sell it. So what do you do? What do we do? Well, one of the best books for this is Clockwork by Mike McCallowitz. We just had him speak at our event. Um, Nick, great job on the video, by the way. Everybody's uh, hooting and hollering. Oh, yeah. Great job. <laughs> that was probably the least amount of edits we've asked you to make on a first <laughs> path. Honestly, there was like four. Yeah, that was good. Usually one. I'm like, hey, this sucks. Not it sucks, but like, hey, take these 17 <laughs> shots and change the music and flip it around. And he's so mad at me. <laughs> this one was like, dude. You yeah, nailed it's it. It's, he, he knows what to what to expect out of you now. He just, you were just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like waiting for my yep. response. I, yep. I think we got it. Yep. Uh, but, you know, we just had him speak. He was a great speaker. One of the things that he says in that book was the, the operational flow of your business needs to go through your employees, not through you. Boom. What do you mean by that? It means like the decision making, you need to delegate decision making. Because if you're still the one making the decisions, it's going to force those employees to come back to ask you the questions and you're being brought back in. And then you start getting frustrated. Like, why, why can't anybody just do this? And then you fire everybody. I'll just do it myself. It's easier. And you get this cyclical kind of like hire. They suck. Fire. I got to <laughs> do everything myself. I need to hire more people. They suck. So that's 
before I read this book, I've said this on this podcast many a times, I, I empower the employees yep. to make decisions. And I didn't even know that that was the, uh, that the, was the key. His, yeah. That well, was the key way to get out of the business is let them make the decision. It, it was he, he had a profound statement in, in alignment with that and was as the business owner, your job is job creation, not fulfillment. And that is huge because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it, it is that way for gym owners that either don't know how to, to, to get somebody into that position and coach them up and let them go. Um, but quite often, you know, every time we talk to a gym owner, what is he, what are you doing? Oh, I'm putting out fires. Well, what? why are you putting out fires when somebody in your business should be handling this or could be handling this? Uh, to your point, it's drawing you back in. You're not empowering those people to make the decisions and allowing them to to run the organization. That's a control issue. It's yeah. a... It's a delegation issue. It's it's and it it does come in time. It's not easy. You don't just hire somebody and throw them you know into the weeds and say, "Hey, good luck." But well, once you get to a point, you need to cut that cord and walk away. Well, hiring somebody might be the issue because they don't have enough cash flow. Sure, then and, absolutely and afford. So they're look. The answers typically make more money, right? They, they go make more money, and then these problems you can then solve them with people that then will do the jobs. I mean, yes, of course, you have to have enough revenue any business, not restaurant, a lawyer, you got to have revenue coming in in order to afford the expenses of the business. Yep. If you would like to grow, you most likely need staff. In order to get staff, you need cash and you got to hire that out. Like so dual edged sword, sure. Yeah, it's this, uh, it's this cycle and, and you know, and gyms don't generate a lot of cash a lot of times. It's is a hard business. It's probably, of all the businesses I'm seeing these days, this might be the hardest. It, it just is. You're selling something that people don't want. Yeah. It, you know, we as owners and operators and fitness professionals, we think, hey, everybody should want fitness. Everybody should want health. And while the fact is they probably do want it, they don't want to do the work to get it. Yeah. And that's the American <laughs> American way. I want to do no work. I want all the reward. All the benefit. Um, Selby, one of our good friends who was uh, doing sales for us uh, back in the day, he, he said, People are in love with the romantic idea of being in shape. Absolutely. They are in love with the idea of being in shape. The work that it takes to get there, not so in love with that. Yeah. And when you fall in love with that, the process, you will win the game. And that's the same for fitness I was, businesses. I was just going to say the same thing. The, the irony of, of working with our clients is sometimes I feel like we're working with our client's client, end client. You know what I mean? Because the challenges that they're facing are the same things the our clients in a fitness facility are facing it's uh you know sticking to the routine doing the things just you know it's like it's like that uh the tipping point you know what i mean like everyone wants to give it up right before the results are right there but it's just doing a couple more reps and that's when it starts to to, to fall into place and uh it, it's tough but there are so many things that are in alignment like the belief system i guarantee half of the things that you're telling your clients if you said that in the mirror your business would accelerate like astronomically overnight well that's a funny thing there's not much rocket science involved here no. there's there's some tactics there's some some pricing structure there's some way to set up your payroll there's ways to pay pay your staff differently there's things but overall we need client acquisition <laughs> We need to keep the retention high. We have to charge enough and we have to be at capacities. That's, and then the money flows and then you can't be stupid with the money. You that's, can't. A, that's the other half is, is, is not just gross revenue. It's the net profit. If we're talking about owner benefit and, and cash flow and all of those things, it's. Well, let me define net uh, owner sure. benefit for a second. 
because yeah. owner benefit is more than you think. So as a business owner, you most likely pay yourself. I would hope, right? W-2, salary, whatever it is. Then you've got your profits at the end of the month or at the end of the year. That essentially goes into what's called a K-1 distribution to your personal taxes. You, as a person that owns the operation, either 50% or 100% or whatever, have to take that as tax uh, liability. Yep. Okay. Then you've got owner draw. For example, hey, um, I need to uh, grab a thousand bucks because I have to buy this thing at, at, at my house. I need a washer dryer, whatever. And you pull the money out of your business through just an ATM withdrawal, or you write yourself a check outside of payroll. That's a draw that gets taxed at the same rate as payroll. It just happens to fall between payroll. Payroll, sure. Uh, then you've got, hey, auto insurance, auto payment, gas, uh, cell phone, computers, uh, health insurance, all of those things that if you didn't have the business, you would be paying personally are owner benefit. Yep. So at the end of the day, you've got this lump sum of owner benefit. I, hey, you bought workout gear because you're using it at work, but you use the company and I use it as an expense. Essentially, that's owner benefit. Yeah. New shoes, right? New gear, right? New lifting gloves for Randy, right? Like those are the things. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean, saying? Or, or the squat pad roll for, for <laughs> his back. Um, nice, <laughs> nice jab. Nice, nice jab. But those are all owner benefits. So if you, you may all of a sudden, like, wow, actually, this business is paying me yeah. more than I thought. It's not just your payroll. Correct. It is all those things combined. And again, in the webinar, I kind of break all this down. And it's like, wait a minute. You, you, you may end up finding yourself, man, I'm, I'm looking pretty good. This isn't as bad as I thought. Correct. Even though your paycheck looks small, you get all these other owner benefits. So something to consider as well. Mm -hmm. And but, but to be conscious of that as a whole. I mean, I I, tr I truly think that most gym owners are walking into their business and they're trying to figure out how to keep the lights on next month, or you know, chasing expenses to you know to get payroll to or excuse me to get your uh, membership base to over uh, exceed your your operation expenses. Yep. You know the the whole goal of what we teach every week. I, I don't think most gym owners are looking at the business like a business. And that's, that's, and that's the biggest gap is once you, when it, it, the problem is nobody wants to do that because it's almost like, uh, you know, it's focusing on something that either they don't know because it's the business side of fitness, not the fitness side of fitness, or it's uh, maybe depressing, you know, it's the numbers, it's, it's not where they want to be. So they just kind of avoid it avoid and they it. go back to what, what we uh, what we do best type of thing, and it's oh, let me just go train clients and try to get, gain a few more type of thing. But you know, the thing we were looking at, a, we were talking about some reports and things like that, and comparing other programs and stuff that are out there, and the the dismal future goals and things like that for some gyms. I mean, we were looking at one program, and their their whole goal was what did we just figure out? Four, three, four hundred fifty dollars in. in in new revenue each month was the goal for the business. That's not, that shouldn't be your goal. That's, you should have a bigger personal goal than that for a business. Like if you're running a business, treat it like a business. Paid paid marketing, like getting to a point where that is a, it's a part of the business, not something that you work for when you have the extra cash flow. Like that needs to become a system of the business. A marketing budget needs to be built in so that you can accelerate that growth and make that happen. Mm -hmm. Um and it's really, it's, it's truly grabbing the business and saying, all right, I'm going to treat this like a business and not a hobby. And I think that those that do that see, 
see, we know, I mean, we've seen that happen. We've seen incredible results from those that just understand it's not rocket science. Your business isn't going to grow by, you know, a new certification or the fancy piece of equipment. It's understanding the math, how to acquire clients, how to service them so that they stay building those systems into the business and doing that, you know, on repeat. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. Repeat it over and over until you die. <laughs> the, the, the kicker here is um, there's some guys out there that make it look easy. Sure. Right? And we want to make sure that you understand this, this business, it, it may be harder than any other business. This is the hardest business for a lot of reasons. We, we've gone into these reasons oh, why, yeah. why a, a nail salon versus a massage parlor versus a chiropractor versus a gym, why all of those are easier than the gym. Yeah. We just know it because of all the like, what, what episode was that? That was a hell of an episode. <laughs> it wasn't long. It was probably in the last month or two but the honest truth is many of you are sitting in the wrong model business model yes training model for wealth for growth for stability for long-term uh i guess growth in this game it, it, the, the the large group training model while there are a few superstars out there doing really really well I don't see a whole lot of upside potential when it comes to large group training. And that includes CrossFits, Orange Theories, F45s, group stuff versus what we do and what we teach in semi-private. Take it or leave it. There's two, there's a big, there's two different worlds. And I break that all down on this webinar too. Yeah. I mean, the honest truth is I don't see there's no, there's no math that makes logical or realistic sense for a large group or a one-on-one gym to hit the recurring million dollar model. That's what, okay. I'm glad you said that. So what, what each of you guys should be doing right now is saying, okay, what is the lifestyle? What is the owner benefit that I need? What is that cash flow look like? What is the, since I, since we, we might not know this stuff, what the business is actually producing in, in can, we need to figure out what that looks for, like for you as the owner. Then you got to turn to the business and you got to say, okay, in order to make that much money or make, you know, make that lifestyle for myself, what does the business need to look like? How many clients, what are they paying? How often are they paying? How long are they staying? All of the things that equate to the mathematical uh, output that your facility is capable of, are you in the right vehicle? Do you even have the potential in the four walls of your business to to create the lifestyle that you believe you desire and deserve from that business. Is it possible? Chances are, if you're in one of those modalities and method uh, models, it's a hell of a way to get a hell of a road to get there, right? We've seen the numbers. You know, running a gym that's got six, seven, eight hundred members in a training situation is a very difficult task at hand. Very difficult. 
If you want to go do those things, it's possible because the math is, it will work out, but that's what your future looks like. And to Tim's point, we were doing the same exact output, better numbers than most people with both gross and net profit, but we're doing it with 200 members or less. If that sounds desirable, consider changing your model, consider delivering something different, but definitely check out the webinar so at least you understand the numbers left and right. And you can have that honest conversation with yourself because if you're, if you're struggling and you're pounding your head against the wall, this might be your biggest answer. It's not more, it's not go run and do what you're doing harder. It's the fact that what you're doing doesn't have the legs to get you where you want to go, period. That's it. That's it. Honest truth. Honest I mean, truth. You, you're, you, you may be in the wrong vehicle, period. Yep. And so check out the webinar, guys. I'll put the replay here in the, um, in the show notes. Um, good episode. I just wanted to get this, this message out, owner benefit, game plan, cash flow versus cash. There's a lot, there was a lot of nugs in this oh, yeah. one, a lot of, a lot of uh, meat on this one. So uh, hopefully that helps you. Hopefully, again, <laughs> what are we doing here? We're helping gym owners win. And that's it. That's all we care about. If, if, if you take this information and you go off and win with it, that we did our job, right? One more gym makes it. Yeah. That's our job. Right? One more owner makes it. That, it's helping gym owners win, guys. It's not helping gyms get more clients. Damn right. Damn you ever think right. about that? <laughs> I do every day. All right. That's <laughs> it for this episode, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.